Good morning. It's Tuesday, June 27th, and my little dog Penny uh, took a fall last night. She is fine. She will not die, um, but she is at the vet. They didn't have an appointment, so it's called a drop-off appointment. I take her over there. Poor little pathetic thing. I posted a picture uh, in the private Facebook group, so if you'd like to see poor little injured Penny sitting on the couch um, at the veterinarian's office, uh, go and, and sign up and and go to the private Facebook group. You can find it here on the link tree. It is down below. The link tree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. Um, and the, all of the Facebook uh, icons, uh, the Twitter icon, the Instagram icon, the YouTube, Twitch, uh, Spotify, all of that's up top. You can sign up for TrendSpider or you can save $20 off your first month of visible phone service. Get the first month at $5. Uh, and all the, the links to gift me, um, to sign up for the newsletter, the free newsletter, um, and, and support the podcast. Join me on Webull. You can join, have a Webull account. I've got $1,000 on Webull that I'm actually not actively trading, but I'm going to look at it by the end of the year and see what it is. Um, so, uh, but Penny will be okay. She will come back. She will uh, be chasing squirrels in no time, just x-rays. It's probably a $1,000 appointment for me to take the dog and get some painkillers. That's probably about what we're talking. So your boy could use some tips. Uh, Tip for Penny. Um, Yesterday, I posted a short-form video on YouTube. If you'd like to see it, I think it's four minutes long. I'm going to try and do one-minute stock analysis of the stocks that I buy, why I bought them, where I see them going, uh, and what my exit plan is. I will not give you exact details. Uh, I hate people that give exact price targets and things of that sort. Um, I just don't think you should follow it. I think you should use this as an education. Uh, I, I I absolutely think you should learn this stuff for yourself. But TSLQ, uh, long story short, I saw a potential three-bar run. Uh, and you can see highlighted here where the three-bar was on this five-minute chart. And absolutely, that was a three-bar. It moved up here, all the way up here. Uh, Right now, uh, we are at 34.80 on um, TSLQ. It has run all the way up to 35.23. Yesterday, I think it got almost to 36. Um, But I could be wrong. Uh, I am holding that one probably no longer than a week or so. And the reason I I, I saw it was TSLA. Uh, We're seeing a button hook. You know, on the algorithm, I talk about it all the time. When you hit these tops and you start to pull back, it's what's called a button hook. Think of a half of a button. On the bottom, you see the bottom half of the button. On the top, you see the top half of a button. It's just half a circle. But you do have this gap down here to 234, 235. If it hits that, I do think that there's a potential that we uh, we, we bounce back up. Uh, here's what you have to know about Tesla in partic- particular. We just had... a a golden cross, but it has not performed very well uh, the last few times that it's had the golden cross. Uh, If you entered long the day after a golden cross, and by the way, golden cross is when the 50-day crosses up on the 200. You'll see it right here, June 5th. If you would have bought then, you would have had a 200. Now, you've already gained that amount, Um, But if you entered the day after a golden cross and exited one month later, 21 candles, so this was June 5th, you're not quite at July 5th, you would have had just a 55% win rate with an average return of minus 0.41. 
So it doesn't seem to be a huge indicator uh, for a long-term play with Tesla. So between that, between the TSLQ having a, a little gap, having confirmation, if we go and look, we look at the four-hour on TSLQ, I talked about it before. We had a $31, $33 entrance back here on June 16th. You've been moving up. You got this gap all the way up here to 36.34. If we hit that gap, your boy may be getting out of uh, TSLQ. I just don't think. And there was a, uh, I actually looked at yesterday, TSLS versus TSLQ, five day. I probably should have bought TSLS because look at that return versus TSLQ, but the difference is TSLQ has quite a bit more volume. So if I'm looking to get out quickly, I probably have a better chance of getting out of TSLQ than TSLS. Remember, the market is just putting buyers and sellers together. That's all that is. I'll link this up in the, 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 um, the newsletter. So if you want to see more about it, uh, I'll, I'll put up uh, descriptions of TSLS and TSLQ as well and, and that chart. Um, now, Microsoft. Um, here is a daily chart of Microsoft uh, where you're seeing it yesterday at $330 per share. Uh, it is up 2% today to $332. Uh, there is a volume gap here all the way back down to $309. I think MSFD may be your play. This is the short Microsoft. And I'm going over short stuff here. Uh, but short Microsoft, MSFD had a cross up here at 1765. You're trading at 1777. You got a gap up here, 1859 to 1890. You got a gap up here between 20 and 21. Remember, gaps are like magnets. They are not absolutes. It's just something that tries to pull that in. But MSFD has not been a huge winner. Uh, Microsoft has been just on a tear. It has run a lot. So I just thought, hey, maybe MSFD is a play as well. Um, I want to bring up Carnival Cruise Lines. Um, Carnival Cruise Lines, they had really good earnings yesterday. And I always say this, and I want to pound it into your head and write it down on a piece of paper. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. It's pulled back here in the morning. The low was 1390. I think I put out a tweet uh, or something in Facebook. I don't quite remember, but uh, any reaction is an overreaction. Getting this back in the 13 is a huge. Today, it's at 1497. So in the morning, it was definitely a buy. Today, probably a buy as well. I mean, you, you know, to get back up here to 16, that'd be a major, you know, a pretty good move. Uh, you're talking about close to five, 6%, somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't think that's a bad thing. You are buying into a losing stock, but they're losing less money. Now, the danger is that, you know, at, at some point in time when this run uh, kind of pulls back, you have the, uh, the, the chance of covering this gap back down here. I don't think you're getting back down to this gap at $8, not with what they announced yesterday with their earnings. Their earnings were amazing. Um, but, you know, it, 13 handle is where you'd absolutely want this one. Uh, let's talk about NVIDIA and I'm going over a lot of the, what I'm calling the great eight stocks today, um, because they're, they've just run too much. NVIDIA, you're seeing the button hook. It's starting to happen. Uh, it's close to 400. You're trading at 409. 
I think anything with a three handle on this, uh, you absolutely could play. Now, the short of this is NVDS. NVDS, this is a 1.25 times bear uh, of NVIDIA. You have just been killed if you've gotten into this. But you have this gap. You will not fill this gap back up to 13. I repeat, you will not fill that gap to 13. You may touch it to 10. That's the point where you want to look at this is 10. The uh, four-hour algorithm has you in here at 941. Let's take a look at the 65-minute algorithm on NVDS. Again, I think you will have a chance to buy NVIDIA under 400 at some point in time this year. And so in the 65-minute, this has you in at 827. You're at 883, and you still have confirmation. Um, I don't think that this one, I would have a pretty tight stop loss on this because like we know with NVIDIA, they can just take off with at, at no time, no reason for it. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, again, I, I think NVIDIA, NVDS might be one. Uh, let's talk about Uber because Uber um, got an upgrade yesterday with a $50 price target. Let's go over here to Uber. I forget who it was from, but it's a $50 price target. The average price target is $49.93. Uh, Wells Fargo initiated coverage June 8th, uh, $50 price target. There was another one yesterday with a $50 price target. But I think 50 is the price on this one. Uh, at some point in time this year, you get into a $50. Now, four-hour algorithm on Uber. Uh, I've said get in under 40. You're at 43.99 today. The buy-in originally was June 2nd at 39.80. 40 is the swing on this. Uh, the problem that you have is I don't know that we're going to come down 10% uh, all the way down to 40 again. So do you want to get into this one? In my mind, this is a own uh, for um, probably a long term. The second these guys announce that they uh, are making money, you will start to see a an enormous run on this stock. Uh, the the uh, volume shelf is supporting here at 38. You're just not seeing a lot of people buy up here. Uh, I would wait for this to get down into the 42 handle, start to add. And then when you get to the 40 handle, I, I just don't think you're getting down to below 40 uh, before July 31st when they announce earnings. And if they announce earnings and it's positive, these guys have advertising revenue now in their app. They have a ton of, of, of different um, uh, incomes that just add into this funnel of Uber. And they're putting stuff in cloud with Oracle uh, and they are leading, leading the, the, the transfer. The second that they can do driverless cars, these guys make a fortune, an absolute fortune. This is like the Tesla of driverless, of, of uh, moving people. Uh, in the fact that Tesla, uh, I don't think Tesla will ever have an, a fully autonomous car with the vision stuff that Elon talks about, but I think GM will have a driverless car and I think Uber will be buying those. I think Uber uh, will be buying those cars and they have the software to actually deploy for ride sharing. GM does not have the software. So what are you going to see? It's like the charging strategy. Uh, Tesla has all the chargers. So they launched the charging strategy. Then Ford all of a sudden comes out and says, ooh, we're going to partner with Uber, uh, Tesla. Uh, GM comes out. Ooh, we're going to partner with Tesla. Um, you know, several others. Ooh, we're going to partner with Tesla. That's what Uber's going to do is they're basically going to partner with GM, with Ford. And if they don't partner, they're just going to finance these freaking vehicles and put them on the road. So 
I, I think that's a good one. Another one that Sherry just brought up, Palantir, PLTR. Uh, I like this on the pullback. Um, this got down to this 13. I, again, I think you buy this with a 13 handle, just like um, Carnival. But the 13 handle, it, it covered this gap. So it, the algorithm got you out with an 89% gain. I repeat, 89% gain. I would have said the second you lost confirmation up here at 16, sell. That would have been 100% gain. Uh, the MACD is crossing, it's crossed down, it's way down here. The RSI is at 39. I would say anything with a 13 handle is a great buy. Anything with a 14 handle, I think you'll be perfectly fine. Um, Mara, we talked about Mara. Swing trade is uh, $10. This one came back down, went back up. This one got you out. Uh, you're still in with this $10.91 uh, buy right here on the four hour. Uh, you have confirmation at $12.33. I'd be a little bit careful with this one. I still think that anything with an 11 handle is a good price. I think anything with a 10 handle is a great price. I think anything with a nine handle, legend price. That's where I would put it. Um, SLG, which is a, a REIT, it is SL Green Realty. They went crazy yesterday, absolutely crazy. And the algorithm got you in at 2622 uh, in today's candle. I wouldn't buy it. It does have the, um, the ex-dividend date on June 29th. Uh, let's look at SLG. I'm going to close these down. Uh, SLG on um, bu -bu -bu -bu. SLG. It's got an 11% dividend. So you do have the dividend coming up. The average price target is $30. You're trading at 27, which means you could get a dividend plus maybe you could get a 10% bounce. You can see these guys just have been a falling knife of recent. Uh, this has to do with commercial real estate. Uh, they sold their stake in One Park Avenue for an enormous amount of money, which puts cash flow in their pockets. It's not a $40 stock anymore. It's a $30 stock, but you have that 11% dividend that most likely they will continue to pay. Um, CrowdStrike, CRWD. I like it down to 130s. If you get CrowdStrike in the 130s, I think you add this one. Look at that volume shelf right there, 138. Uh, I see some support going back to the 180s. I think this is a temporary pullback. This is an expensive stock, so it easily could pull back to that 100 level if we have more issues. But this one at the 180s, I see a little, uh, some, uh, th there's this gap right here that's right on the 200-day between 175 and 180. I think that's where you're going to. I think this is a temporary pullback. Uh, you know, right now, this, this, this uh, has you out. But I think when you get to the 130s, I think this is one that you could buy. Just kind of an idea for you. Um, LNG, liquid natural gas. Uh, Boyle has been on a run. Uh, we've seen it. LNG, the price point is 150. Buy it anywhere under 150. Uh, I think you're going to come back and fill this gap in the winter up to 160s. Uh, the, what they're doing is they're taking cheap natural gas here in the U.S., and exporting it out to China. Um, they, they just signed a huge contract to export a bunch of natural gas out to China. Uh, they are exporting it to Europe. Europe will have double the capacity, I think, that they did last year to actually store natural gas because Russia will not be supplying it. They don't want to buy from Russia. So where are they going to get it? They're going to get it from an ally. 
So I, I think you have an opportunity here. LNG is a good one. Uh, we talked about Boyle. Boyle is one you trade. It's not one you own. LNG is a different. It's actually asset. It's one you own. Uh, the the five the four hour algorithm got you in here on uh, Boyle at fifty three thirty two. You're at seventy one thirty seven right now. That's a really good return. Um, you know, if you got in there at fifty three thirty two, it did just go through that twenty for one. Uh, and these are adjusted prices that twenty for one um, reverse split. So uh, I like this Home Depot. I said, hey, get Home Depot under three hundred. It's just crazy that Home Depot dipped under three hundred. Hopefully you got it under 300. Here's the four hour 295.59. It's at 310. That's getting you your, your 10% back. Uh, I don't think that Home Depot's a great whole buy and hold. Um, you know, do they have AI? Are they on the AI train? Eh. But you can see the earnings 424, 330, 382. It's going back to the $4. You just passed your ex dividend date. Your earnings are coming out in August. There's no real catalyst for this. If you're not in it, you know, just kind of hold off. Uh, Target. We talked about Target being a good price down here in the 130s. Uh, it was up 2% yesterday. That yellow line, right 130. I mean, 130s, your, your swing point. I, I think 133. Are you upset that you buy it at 133? Nah, get it. I, I think you're coming back up here to this gap at 150. Uh, at some point in time this year, you will hit 150. Um, you, uh, UBS upgraded Moderna. Uh, and this is one that I'm not sure I necessarily agree with. Uh, they upgraded Moderna, uh, but they did lower their price target from the 200s down to 190. Uh, it's trading well below that does not have confirmation. I would not buy into this one. It is on the, um, the, the daily stock pick core portfolio. The only reason it's on the core portfolio is it's been a good trading stock. That's the only reason it's not a buy and hold. This one is, is COVID. And when's the last time you talked about COVID? Just kind of, you know, a, again, Walgreens reported this morning. Um, they reported a, you know, COVID downturn. Nobody's talking about COVID. So be careful with that one. I, I think it's a good trade, but it doesn't have confirmation right now. Um, but this is hype trade. I mean, if we go back over here to Finviz and we just type in Moderna, I mean, Stefan Bunsell, their, their CEO, uh, if you want to see, he's been selling all of his stock. I mean, just even yesterday or uh, June 22nd, he sold $4 million. June 21st, he sold $5 million. Um, June 15th, $5 million. I mean, these are bigger than just pools. He's selling about $5 million a day. And this goes all the way back to when COVID started, where he's selling all, all of these shares. I mean, the guy's a billionaire by now. Um, just because he's got this. And, you know, listen, eh, he made some money. Good for him. Uh, MLTX. This is one that got a um, Moon Lake Immunotherapies. I saw it yesterday. People said, oh, my God, this one's huge. Why didn't you go over this one? Well, I don't go over Biopharma. I'm not great on Biopharma. They got some type of approval. It went from 28 here up to 48. Eh, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. It's going to come back down. Maybe not to 20s because they do have the drug approval, but I wanted to bring that one up. Eh, it's not that, you know, not that exciting for me because it's already done. NUE, Nucor. This is a steel company. This is kind of like Cleveland Cliffs in a way. Uh, it's just performing a hell of a lot better than Cleveland Cliffs right now. Uh, but 
uh, Nucor, they are going to benefit from the infrastructure. Infrastructure play is going to be huge for them. So I think you probably get back up here. You're over the 200-day. Your 50 days moving positive. Your 200-day hasn't moved positive yet, but I do think you get up back here to the 170s. If you want to hold this one, it's not a bad one to own it. Um, uh, Nucor, N-U-E is the symbol, um, and they have a 1.31% dividend. Year-to-date, they're up 18%. Cleveland Cliffs, on the other hand, uh, year-to-date is down 037 So I made the wrong basic material uh, call. But Nucor, good company. I like it. Uh, Somebody I've been following is uh, Brad Freeman. uh, I found him on Twitter. And he's the reason I joined Savvy Trader, S-A-V-V-Y-T-R-A-D.com. I have links to this usually in my – I don't have it on my link tree yet. But I do have two portfolios. And what this does, if you follow Brad for free, um, if you follow me for free, uh, you basically get uh, in the ins and outs. You can see uh, Savvy Trader has, he purchased 18.75 more shares at 127. And now Amazon is 5.25% of his portfolio. He sold out of this position. He sold out of the trading desk. Uh, I like his, you know, this, this Savvy Trader and how you can follow it. A lot of these folks are trading for free, um, meaning that you just follow them. You sign up for their newsletter. I do have two portfolios. Uh, I have the core portfolio, which I did a couple of days ago, which is free, and the trading portfolio, which is for free as well. Um, so if you want to follow those, it's it's not a bad way to to follow it. I'll put the link in the um in the description. But Amazon, I I do think is a great buy. Uh, we can look at that one again. This is part of the grade eight. Look at that fifty day. I mean, look at how it just bounced off that two hundred day. And kind of continues up. Now it's starting to get that button hook. But here's what you have to know about Amazon. Um, it has not participated the same way the AI companies have. Yes, it's up. Yes, it's got confirmation on this weekly. Yes, it's still going. It's still not at the 200 day of its weekly. So if you wanted to buy one of the great eight, I think anything under 130 on Amazon is a great buy. They do not have a supply problem. They, have a de- uh, they don't have a demand problem. They have a cost problem. And what they've done is cut those costs. Even if you're into AI, this company just announced that they're putting $110 million into AI for their cloud services. If you thought Google, if you thought Microsoft was going to beat Andy Jassy, who was the new CEO in any of the cloud stuff, you're wrong. He's pouring money into the cloud. Uh, that's where they're going to win. So, uh, chat GPT for portfolio. Let's go to Twitter um, and look up chat GPT portfolio because they announced their 20 stocks that they picked for the week uh, and the weighting score uh, of it. I don't, you know, I, I take this with a grain of salt. It is uh, 100% um, experimental. And so uh, a lot of people in the comments are people who got out of this because they got in and it's not beating the S&P. They are positive for the year, uh, well, for the time that they're in, but they're not positive for the year, not positive like beating the S&P. Um, so they, they do have the, the 20 uh, stocks that they picked for the week. I will post those in the newsletter. Uh, I'll post them up there. But if you want to follow it, it's uh, twitter.com slash Chat GPT Trader. So that's it. Uh, AJ wants me to go over Sherwin Williams. 
um, SHW. Uh, I personally have used Sherman Williams paint. Uh, in fact, I was super impressed because I had some uh, water leak from my roof go on my ceiling in a guest bedroom, and I had to match the paint. I didn't want to paint the whole freaking ceiling, so I basically just ripped off uh, a quarter size of the uh, the paper on the uh, the ceiling. And I brought that over to Sherwin Williams, and they said, "Yeah, we'll we'll just match it. We'll give you a quarter of the paint. Just you know, sand over that, and, and you can match it." Boom! Uh, probably took me all of maybe an hour to actually paint the the the. It was a fairly big patch. I mean, it was if you've ever had to paint a water stain on a ceiling, you know you need to go over it like three or four times. Um, but Sherwin Williams, it, it was a pandemic winner. I mean, let's let's start out with a long look at this one. Uh, because when you get to here in D December 2021, uh, January 2022, this was a $333 stock. Well, why? Why? It was because people were fixing up their homes. Paint was in short supply uh, and, and you know during the pandemic, and it just ran up that way. It lost its confirmation really quickly and came back down here. Where were you trading before the pandemic? At $200. Uh, you know, three years later, you're 254. That's average gains. That's nothing more than average gains. Now, where's your, uh, you know, if we pull this back to right before the pandemic, where's everybody holding? Everybody's holding where it is right now. Nobody's holding up here. So if we pull this back to the highs, let's see where uh, the majority of people are holding. Uh, they're still holding back down here. So I don't know where the catalyst is from long term to make this one go, but it does have confirmation right now. Let's go to the four hour and let's take a look. See if we can find some recent gaps or something in this. Uh, it does have confirmation. You're seeing if we're going to see uh, 265 in this, which is not too far, you'll double ta uh, top out there. Uh, if that is 265, you can see it right here. There is a gap here between 259 and 262, which was covered by this candle, but not confirmed. It didn't hold it. Um, I'm seeing a gap here, 247. I don't see, let's see where most people are holding from this high. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot uh, of volume to push this one up. You're well over the 200 day. I see this this small gap down here at 235. You have your earnings coming up um, July 25th. We've heard uh, from Home Depot and others about the quote unquote weak consumer. I'd be a little scared. Let's look at some of the um, some of the fundamentals. Um, oh, Sherwin Williams SHW. Um, let's look at the fundamentals on Finviz. You've got a dividend of just under 1%, nothing crazy. You do have extremely high PE of 30 and 25. You're up 6%. Your average target price is 256. You're trading at 253. The most recent June 26th BMO markets upgraded them to 275. I just don't see the upside. Again, I just don't see a ton of upside on this. Uh, when we look, chairman and CEO bought 500,000 at 226. That's your bottom, 226. If you get back down to 226, load up. Uh, but I don't see, I just don't see the upside. So AJ, I think there's, you know, again, the grade eight, I think that's, that's, that's one that I would say. Uh, D-Man commented, and I know he's joining us live on YouTube uh, because he doesn't have to work until later. But uh, D-Man, Siri, uh, S-I-R-I-R, -R, it had an entry here. Sir Sirius Radio. 
Um, it is 392. You're trading at 399. Um, D-Man thinks it pushes over $4, which I'd agree. I think he brought this up way back in May at 354. So, um, you know, it might have been back here at 383 or so. It's a good move. I mean, great trade. Great trade. Um, fantastic trade. I think it's, it's really good. Oh, and Rollins. Rollins, I need to bring up the Robin Hood stuff again. I'll bring that up. He just messaged me. But uh, 392 on Instagram. Um, 392, I see the 50-day moving positive. I see the 200-day. I will tell you what pisses me off about Sirius Radio is they just removed um, Stern Nation on TuneIn. And it wasn't Sirius Radio. I think it's Howard Stern just making them pull content or maybe they, people weren't listening to it. I don't know the full story, but on TuneIn Radio, there was a free Howard Stern uh, channel. I am a Howard Stern fan. Um, so I, I'm a super fan, um, but I'm a fan of the old stuff. I do not subscribe to Sirius Radio. Uh, I don't see the benefit in Sirius Radio. I like Spotify. Um, I am a paid subscriber under a family plan, so I don't pay for Spotify myself. Um, but I, I just like, I like Pandora. If I'm, I'm going to be free, Pandora is my thing. And you know who owns Pandora? Sirius Satellite Radio. So I'm a fan of theirs. I think you know, they do have some, some cost problems. Um, content is incredibly uh, expensive. Having their satellite network, incredibly expensive. They are trying to move everybody to the app. You had multiple bottoms on this um uh this uh Finviz uh chart. Uh it's PE is 13 12 forward PE. It's got a 14 billion dollar market cap uh income of 1.14 million. Um they are making money. It's down 32% year to date. It's average target price 444. D-man's right. Uh you know, hey, if you want to get 10% out of this one, maybe you got 10%. I, I would have probably gotten in earlier on this one. Um, but yeah, good call on Siri, D-Man. You're doing well with uh, the wind and stuff. I will post a list of the grade eight, and I'm calling them the grade eight. It is Meta. It is Google. It is Apple. It is NVIDIA. It is Amazon. It is Netflix. It is Tesla and Microsoft. I do not have a position in Meta. I do not have a position in Netflix, and I don't have a current position in Tesla other than the short TSLQ. Um, I will tell you, there is no reason not to get into those eight. Uh, those eight, wait for the pullback. I'm currently seeing a pullback on them. So wait for the pullback, and I think you can add to all of those. I don't think they're too big. The problem that you have with a lot of these companies Let's take a Microsoft, for instance. You know what? We'll take an Apple because Apple, your boy is in Apple. Uh, I want to trim some of this in my, um, my retirement portfolio where there is not tax implications, but I, I want to be careful when trimming it. I want to wait until I, I, it loses confirmation. Apple doesn't have that button hook that some of the others do. Apple doesn't have a lack of volume uh, like the others do. Uh, Apple just doesn't show um, that it's got any issues. Uh, you're seeing here, it's building more volume. Sure, the volume down here at 171 is higher than 186, but that volume shelf is building. Sure, the volume down here at 165 is bigger than it is now, but it's building. And so it's providing its own support by building it up. That 50 and 200 are absolutely positive. So I, I want to trim it. And the reason I want to trim it 
is you're close to a $3, billion, a $3 trillion market cap. Now think about it. With a company that's got a PE of 31, with a company that's got a PE of 28, 28 you want to grow every year. Uh, the earnings per share next year is going to grow around 10%. That's not justifying a 31 PE. Uh, the earnings per share past five years, 21%. It's not justifying that PE. But remember, I wrote a note about how PE doesn't matter on stock price. So while I want to be careful, I want to pull back at the right time. I think this is a $200 stock by the end of the year. If you're going to enter a position, enter slowly. Uh, this is starting to lose a little bit. of Every stock loses confirmation. Everyone, even Apple. And that's when you want to start, start to buy. But I'll, I'll add those great eight. I won't add charts, but I'll tell you exactly what they are. I think those should be in your portfolio. Uh, I am making a mistake by not having Meta. I am making a mistake by not having Netflix. I am making a mistake by not having Tesla. We went over Tesla early, earlier. I'm going to add when it gets to that 230 point. It's at 244 right now. Uh, I am going to add when it comes down here to the 230, 234 range if it covers that gap. Uh, I won't go all in. I'll add like 10% and I'll add slowly. But I do think that you see $300 in Tesla by the end of the year. Um, now, I'm doing it at a time, you know, June 27th. If we hit there in the next few days, uh, I could be screwed because you've got uh, June deliveries being announced by Tesla and maybe he comes out with some type of Cybertruck news. And boom, it's off to the races. Uh, Snowflake. We talked about Snowflake and NVIDIA yesterday um, appearing. I think I put this in. Uh, maybe I just posted it on Twitter. But Snowflake um, uh, and NVIDIA announced a partnership. Snowflake is up 1.2%. I do think that you come down here to the 160s on Snowflake. In fact, I think you may even get to the 150s um, with this, this, this volume level. Um, you got gaps all over the place. You are in this ascending wedge. It's broken down from that ascending wedge. But NVIDIA, I do think that you come down under 400, and I think that's when you add that one. Uh, scans. A energy name came up with a scan today, an actual cross-up. Hey, energy, is it turning positive? Maybe it's turning positive. 127.23 uh, on FANG, F-A-N-G. Uh, Fang has a dividend of, I think it's six or 7%, 7.70. Year to date is down 6%. Average target price, 169. You're trading at 126. Fang, good one. We went over Home Depot. Home Depot had a cross cross up. Uh, I don't think that you buy here. Uh, It's a secondary cross up after 295. It's got momentum. It's up 1% today. Uh, Best Buy has a cross up. This is in my um, buy list. So it's one that's a secondary cross-up. Look at this. I mean, if you bought this at 73 based on this and you're about to have the golden cross, eh, maybe you're coming up here to fill this gap at 85. It's not a huge gain, but you've got all kinds of confirmation right now on Best Buy, BBY. And then Sirius, we went over Sirius. So uh, that is your, uh, your look at it. Remember, I've got a free newsletter. Uh, dailystockpick.substack.com if you want to find it or you know you can go to the actual URL or you can go to the link tree l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash dailystockpick my dog is sick you can tip me here with a gift uh, do it for a penny I, I'm going to be like a you know, Rocky man do it for a penny man do it for a penny um, yeah 
So you got all my links right here. You can get Visible, uh, the sponsors. If you like the charts that I do, Trendspider, 25% off right here. Uh, you get my, I give you a welcome letter with my algorithms. I give you my watch list. I give you my scans, all of that stuff. Um, Visible, you get $20 off your first month of service. Uh, Visible is actually $5 a month for your first month. So there's no reason not to go to get Visible and do it on the code and you'll get $20 off. Um, there's two plans, $25 and, and one for $45. The $45 one gets you everything that you want with T-Mobile uh, T or anything like that. So if you're single, uh, you know, I have a single line and you're paying something like 70, 80 bucks. This is on Verizon's network. It's a really, really good network. Um, so I, I think, you know, again, when I've been with friends and I'm paying 20 bucks a month for my uh, phone service and, and they're paying like 80 through Verizon and I'm getting better, better speeds than they are. Um, that's what that is. So, uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Facebook group is right here. You have all the social icons. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Remember, I'm going to do for, short form content on YouTube on a stock that I'll buy today. It might be Palantir. Um, it might be NVDS to get under 400. Uh, I'll let you know in the newsletter exactly what to buy, but take care. Thanks for listening and thanks for the thoughts on Penny. Appreciate it. Talk to you tomorrow.